You are now tuned into the My Ion Kai podcast. In today's topic, we're going to talk about education, graduation, and misinformation. So this week has been a joyous week because I have finished my college degree. It took me some time, but I am graduating with two degrees in one week, actually. One to two weeks, well, just to be sure. And I have had a long journey, a long road, and I'm happy that it's finally over. I know there's more to come. I don't plan on stopping school right now. Like as far as like I'm done, I do want to do a graduate program. I do want to take some time off first because just get a chance to breathe and just, I don't know, restart, reset for school. Now that I know a couple things, you know, some different ways I would go about how I would handle graduate school, but I want to talk about the journey while you're trying to get your degree and then the journey while you are transitioning out of your degree. Now, this is something people don't talk about. People only say like, you know, study, make sure you have time management, make sure you get your work in, make sure you prioritize. Those are the things that you need to do while you're in school. But there's a lot of things that people don't know even while they're in school. And there's a lot of things people are not prepared for when they try to transition out of school. You do not have to relate to understand this topic you do not have to you know understand nor understand this topic is very general this is just word advice you could give to somebody you know that's in school you can give to yourself you can use it for any reason (sighs) okay now for my institution one of my institutions they required me to kind of write like an exit plan or like an exit class And I had to write this 15-page paper explaining, like, why I chose my major, how did the school impact me with the major that I have. And how I tied it all together is I titled my paper, The Miseducation of Undergraduate Students. Now, with that being said, I'm first generation. So if some of y'all don't know who that means, that means, like, no one in my immediate family has gone past a high school degree. I am the first in my family, as far as my immediate family, to go to college, not only go to college and succeed. So with that being said, a lot of things were trial and error. I could ask people for advice, But it's kind of like what your shoe size is, it's not my shoe size. So what works for you may not work for me or certain avenues that you fit in that category, I may not fit in that category. College is not like a one size fits all. It's not that at all. And you really kind of got to learn the ropes along the way. Take advantage of mentors, advisors, counselors, I guess friendships or just, you know, alumni reach outs or outreach. Take advantage of all of those things. You might think you have everything, you know, figured out, but I would say take advantage of any resources that are there, whether you need tutoring or don't need tutoring, go into the tutoring center and see what they have to offer just in case you might struggle in a foreign language class or you might struggle in math or science. 
me particularly, I'm not that good in science. I do not care about the extraness, okay? I don't want to know why the grass is green. The grass is green. I'm cool with that. Now, I'm a critical thinker, so I like to I like to have good conversations, good debates. I like to just go back and forth and just pick off people's ideas. Like, you tell me one perspective. I share my perspective. I'm more one of those type of collegiate thinkers. But <clears throat> definitely take advantage of a lot of things. Like, okay, so I went to two institutions. Now, mind you, whew, most people who try to graduate, by the time you get to your senior year, you're taking less classes. Me, on the other hand, I decided to overload. And when I tell you that that was literally the death of me and almost took me out of the game, because mind you, I'm not taking general classes where everything is just surface stuff i'm taking the deep into your major you gotta study you gotta know what you're talking about i'm taking all those classes and they asking for a lot of work i'm trying to balance work school personal relationships anything else trying to acquire more relationships like in the field um try your hardest to do job shadowing, internships, fellowships, whatever is out there to support that you have some experience in the field that you're studying, please take advantage of that. I cannot stress that enough because when you come to that transition and you don't have nothing but just a fresh out of college degree, you're competing against many people for a job. So try to make yourself stand out. That would be my advice to you. Um, I do want to express a couple more things after the break. So we are going to take an ad break, but when we come back, expect to hear about the not so fun side of college. Of course, the partying and all of that, the studying, but there's a not so fun side of college that many people don't know about. And then there's also an ugly truth to when you transition out of college. So those are some of the things we're going to dive into after this ad break. I'll be right back. For staying tuned for the rest of this episode of this podcast. Okay, so we're just gonna dive right in. <sighs> now, I've got the opportunity, and this is crazy because my story is very much unique. Um, I've got the opportunity to stay on campus, live off campus, go to two schools, such as one that doesn't have room and board versus one that does have room and board. So I've kind of got to experience HBCU and PWI which is historically black college or university and um, predominantly white institution. Those are, I guess, two different types of schools. And I have got the experience of both. <laughs> um, I got the chance to see some of the disadvantages or, you know, just the inequality of the differences between institutions versus government funding and you know resources 
barely getting Wi-Fi or having a printer versus you have everything at the access of your finger. People are very response. The, the system or the application or the programming doesn't shut down every five to two seconds. They have a whole IT team that's going to fix and be there readily available to assist students. And all of those things are factors into making sure you succeed in the long run. Like it really matters because I feel like students or just anybody, when you are in a whole new environment or just a whole new realm, circle of events, of people, of scenery, you can become overwhelmed. You can become discouraged like oh I don't know if I'm ready for this because you are outside of your safe haven and with that being said you kind of got to put on your your boots your big girl panties whatever you need to put on to make sure you can go out the door and make sure you can strive for success every day it is a big big mental toll it is a big Like you constantly have to have conversations with yourself to make sure you're making the right decision. Like, do I want to go to this party or do I want to stay in and study? Do I want to do this exam or am I going to (laughs) cheat or am I going to just, you know, Google all the answers or ask for the answers? I mean, come on, let's be real. There's definitely ways around the college system. You can definitely finesse, finagle your way through whatever you want out of life. Now... With my experience, I definitely felt like I got a taste of the transition early. Like as far as finding where I'm going to stay, finding what I'm going to do, working, trying to go to school. I got a chance to do that while I was in school. So it's different. Now, the work that I was doing while I was in school is different between it's different from my major. So now I'm trying to get in my field, which is a tad bit challenging for me because I'm relocating. So now that I'm done with college, you know, the world is at my hands. I can get and go wherever I please. I, I'm kid free. Okay. Kid free. And I can travel and I'm done with school. So I didn't handle my business. Okay. Not only did your girl get her high school diploma, she got her college degree. Okay. Talk to me, right? Or don't talk to me at all. <laughs> um. So now I can, you know, kind of live more a little bit risk risky um not be so responsible I'm a very very responsible person I am also sorry to my listeners I know I said I was going to be on it more as far as my podcast episodes but when I tell you these exams and going to two institutions as once has been kicking my butt I hope you understand and just know that more content is coming so just wait on it okay wait on it pray on it and Of course, we're just definitely going to dive in. Most people really, 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 really do not understand FAFSA, financial aid, the government funding. A lot of people really do not understand how that works. All they understand is you're supposed to fill out an application and the government's supposed to pay for your school. That's literally just the basics. Okay, there's so much more to it. There is way more. You have to learn how to exit counsel. You have to learn how, you got to know that you have to pay those student loans back. If you take a break from school, whether you're going to put them in deferment, whether you're going to do any of those things, those are things that is 
that are good to know as a heads up. Like, okay, this is what to expect. Before I sign my name on the electronic dotted line, let me know this information beforehand so that I know that I am obligated and I am responsible to certain things. Versus when you first generation, let me tell you, you just winging it. You are just trying to wing it. And a lot of people think that students know because it's a sign here. We tell you, make sure you apply for your FAFSA around October or at January. When they have these signs or when your school decides like, hey, we got the information out there. Now, this is not literal, so take this as a metaphor. Just because I read something, not necessarily me, this is all all groups, does not mean I understand it. And I think organizations or institutions have to do better as making sure they are delivering the right message, the right concept, and making sure their students are informed. You have to do surveys or follow up with questionnaires. And I understand some students might be like, I ain't doing that. I'm not doing that. I don't got time for that. But if I had one school, that gave students extra credit if you did it. I had another school who kind of really didn't mind. Just give your kids extra credit. I mean, it really ain't that deep. Um, give them some incentives that makes them want to do it so that way you're getting proper feedback there is a huge, 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 huge cultural difference as far as what you can relate to. Now, the crazy thing about it is I feel like I learned more about African-American heritage at my PWI school um, than I did at my HBCU. Now, what I can say my HBCU gave me was a more communal, uh, a communal union, okay? <laughs> I felt like it was a community. I felt like everybody here is here for the same purpose. Nobody is better than anyone else here as far as help like everybody's going through literally the same struggle you cannot be embarrassed of anything somebody else that had a family tragedy somebody might have died somebody might have they family need help the family not doing too good their mom is sick I don't have no money we sharing ramen noodles like the story of just being a community is so much understanding of you not feeling like the pressures of the world are on your shoulder with my PWI it was easier to understand African-American heritage because <sighs> the students in the classroom would make it like very obvious <laughs> that they didn't understand what was going on. And the fact that that blatant ignorance highlighted the heritage, if you understand what I'm saying, which is fine. Um also understand if your institution is lacking, like when you're in high school and they say go on college visits or, you know, go check out scouts and stuff like that, do that. Take full advantage of that because you don't want to get to an institution and it's not cracked out that it's supposed to be in the amenities and just the support is not there. Now, don't go to a college just for amenities, but just make sure you're in, you know, you 
you take everything in into account so that way you make the best decision for how your four years is going to go. Because if that school don't have the proper Wi-Fi, don't have decent running water, is the lights is flickering, the elevator is broken, it, just all types of crazy stuff. Now, be prepared that that can happen at any institution. But just understand that, who these historical buildings? They on their last leg, big dog. They on their last leg, they last foot. And you trying to be the best student you could be while not being able to print out papers or not being able to have access to certain things, it definitely makes the journey of college even harder. Even finances, like just, just being hungry, I guess being hungry makes college harder. Anything makes college harder. Being away from your family makes college harder. But when you have professors or teachers also, um, I've had like a peer interview where I asked them, like, how do they feel coming from a bigger institution that the class the classroom sizes were huge versus coming to something a little bit more intimate and they said that they felt that the intimate setting was better for their learning because they felt like their teacher knew them could hold them accountable made them you know understand ask questions versus you having to email your teacher to talk to your teacher one and your teacher may not even know who you are so it's just it's different I've kind of got the chance to experience like lecture classes are usually big um unless you got a good teacher now everybody that works in the field are not good at what they do and you could think like you got a college degree or how did you get a job here or what are you doing understand that just because people are put in positions don't mean they know how to fulfill that position so understand Try to soak in so much information before you decide to take any next step in your life to make sure you can have an easy flow of things, to make sure you know where you're headed. Have a game plan. Please, oh my gosh, please, oh please, oh please. Have a game plan. Have a plan B. Have a plan C. Have a plan D. E. F. Have all of that. (laughs) Because... When things start to get a little shaky, you really got to dig deep in yourself and be like, okay, I know what I got to do next versus you being like stuck on stupid. Ah! That's a different type of pain right there. So all the information that's out there, anybody who's ever, you know, who anybody who can relate or cannot relate or is expected to relate, just understand Listen, if I can do it, you can do it. Our experience might be different, but it is possible. So that is all for this episode of the My Ion Kai podcast.